If you listen to our podcast, Mental Health and Energy, then you'll know one thing about recharging is that music always has to be involved. There's no way around it. Listen in your car, on your way to work, or during a workout. A question for you all, what is a relationship to you? What is something you have a relationship with? One of mine is with music. Nothing gets me up to take on the day than a curated playlist to take on the day's stress. I know you have one, because then how could you handle the day and come back the next day? The start of the day can frame and help visualize what's to come. How do you do it? Here's the way I like to recharge throughout the day. With a playlist segment I like to call Music Mood. Enjoy. Hey everyone, relationships are one of the highest and most critical points in life during young, young adulthood. You see them in the way we go to school, during college, when we're at work, um, romantically, platonically, monogamously, we're going to see them in every point in our life. And sometimes there's not a lot of concrete, solid relationships happening where we want them to. For this podcast, I think one of the things that I really want to talk about is how hard it is to build them at our age. You have those types of friends in terms of relationships. Well, let's talk about relationships in general. What kind and what can they look like? They can be between your family, between your friends, your loved ones. They can be acquaintances. They can be people who you don't know that often or that are very intense. And they can vary. The dynamics and the way you interact with people can be very different. I want to look at some of the most common types of relationships we have, but also some of the ones that eventually everyone will encounter later on in their life. They're getting something like time with you, quality time. They're spending time out with you, uh, maybe studying, maybe type of environment as one another. And that can be very good or very, as we all know, very detrimental to a person. You only have a person there because they're giving you something. Now, that sounds bad, uh, face value. But if we look at it another way, it can be also very beneficial because when we have friends, we're always looking to see what they can offer us to become maybe better people. And that's, you know, one way to look at it. And I'd like you to interpret it however you want to. I think you all have the way you think about it. And whatever way it means to you, it's very subjective to the person and who how they're looking at it. This is actually, um, I'm going to go on to the next type of relationships. And this is actually something I got off of, oh, it's the Washington Post. For those people, it can be, so there's four types, and they're very interesting because they're very interestingly worded relationship types. There's the brooding complex one, the charming easygoing one, the arrogant overbearing one, and the free-spirited unpredictable one. Me personally, I'm going to go ahead and say I've usually been the arrogant, free-spirited, and brooding one. Those can mean a lot of different things. Uh, If you know me, you know how I am. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go to the brooding one because romantically, I've encountered people like that. 
<clears throat> and it's an interesting way of looking at somebody, the brooding complex one. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, for one, these people are, tend to be mysterious, they're creative, and they're a roller coaster of emotions. And I think they are a sensitive person and they tend to convey that durable, hard, and kind of a wall of a personality because they're just trying to protect their feelings. And that's that's okay. You know, some people, that's the best way for them to regulate. And I'd like to think that I'm kind of one of those people. A lot of people have told me I'm, I tend to be, and I am kind of sensitive. And I think that's okay because sometimes, you know, we know what we are weakest in and, you know, you can be running away from it or you can be facing it and dealing with it and an okay manner where it's something where you can kind of walk through life your own way and if it works for you it works but if it's not sustainable and it's not getting you through most things that you should be able to be getting through you know and like I always say well like I always want to say is when you're growing sometimes you find which personality suits you through what you want what your values are and who you want to interact with and how you want to be with people so that's the brooding complex one. The next one I want to talk about is the charming, easygoing person. So I think I speak for everyone when you see that this person is an extrovert. Naturally, they're charismatic and they're confident and they have a little side of sensitivity and they're really you know, flexible. They love spending time with people. I'll go with the flow type of person. I've met plenty of people like that. Funnest people to be around, you know, plans can change. And you can honestly have the best time or it could be something where they're using that charisma to kind of like deal with stuff. So maybe, you know, sometimes that is like the way they get drained. And so when they're out with people, they can be the most isolated people after let's say you go out and you have plans to um, enjoy the day you know interacting with a lot of people being social but these people tend to go back into a quiet place or a room or you know take some time for themselves and they'll really need that to kind of get all that energy to portray their personality or just you know act that way around people and that's a very interesting personality I'd say because I would definitely not be that person um, I do kind of show some charisma but I tend to try not to be that extroverted just because I like my time and my space away from people and I used to be like that and now I kind of see that it's not the best thing to always be like for me because I you see like you can't always have that high energy because it's it, it can drain you and that's that's the hardest thing about which I'm very impressed by people who can keep that up. You know, when you're charming and easygoing, you got a lot going for you. And if you're always like that, hey, kudos to you. For this next one, I think this is one that I kind of don't want to talk about because I feel like I tend to be like this. And sometimes people can't handle it and some people can. And it depends on how sensitive you are or what your personality's like. But this is an arrogant and overbearing personality type. 
um, you see that attention, um, getting attention, you know, capturing it is something they special like specialize in there. And I don't want to say like it's their job, like they're very good at doing it. It's like very easy, comes very naturally to them. They're always seem like they've got their shit together and they have that allure, that attraction around them. And sometimes it's not sincere. Sometimes it's like they're putting a mask on and they're maybe not being the most sincere of people, but they're bold and they tend to be kind of always on top of things. So I'd say, yeah, you see their type of people who kind of like the spotlight and you know they want to be getting everyone's attention and always talking with them and always thinking of plans of like maybe let's do this let's do that but maybe something that you know shows their skills you know they want to be the star and I think that's a, a better name is a, a star the the star of the of the show that's the arrogant and overbearing one Going on to the last one, and I think I've shown this personality the most in my life. A lot of people you see who are maybe introverted or want to do things their way. This is a free-spirited, unpredictable one, which, as you can see or hear, um, they're very spontaneous, impulsive. They're the ones who maybe don't go with the flow and they just do things, you know, um, out of a whim and that can kind of change things and it's very unpredictable you have to be a very flexible very um, yielding person so what I mean by yielding is you're kind of letting things happen as they go and sometimes people can't you know handle that I think in relationships these people tend to be extroverted but not acquainted with a lot of people they're not close with a lot of people they maybe know everyone but they usually do things on their own uh, from what the description says, they're a wild card. They're exciting people. You know, their unpredictability makes it so that you never know what's coming next. It's like a little kind of um, romantically. They're not people to be tied down. And if they do, it will not be easy. And I think I can speak to a lot to this and a lot to all the free-spirited people. Everybody who is free-spirited, me personally you should always respect the boundaries of this person because then it will be very difficult accept things because when i've been around people and wanting to do things my way and i usually always do um you'll see that you're not respecting them and you're not letting them do their thing it'll feel a little bit controlling constraining you're gonna want to let these people do their own thing and give them power and sometimes you know, for those people, you have to kind of be in the backseat, letting them lead the way, because that's what they want to do is lead the way because they want to have power. And maybe it stems from having too little control. And it's just feeling the need to have a choice in things. And I think that's where these people excel is giving them a lot of options. I think when if you've taken the, the multiple personalities test, if you haven't heard of it, multiple personalities. I think it's the 15 personalities. You can go online and take that test and see um, if you're that type of person because then 
you'll know maybe where your strengths and weaknesses lie. And I think that's a very great thing for people to look into when you don't know really where you might be needing to focus a little bit more attention to when it comes to your relationships. I think it's a very good thing when you learn and grow. That's the last relationship type from the Washington Post. Thanks to them. That was very interesting to read. A very good article. You can go online and find it. It was very interesting to read because the article is so detailed and it's so beautiful. And I think a lot of people would gain a lot from reading this because at this time in our life, I think I wanted to talk about being a young adult is we're struggling with connecting with people and maybe we don't know too much about ourselves and that's where our prefrontal cortex is developed you know that's the the part of our brain that's leading to a lot of our regulating our impulsiveness our emotions and stuff maybe we learn how to deal with another person's when that's done developing that's probably why when we get older we're more mature and we tend to know how to deal with things emotionally and understand other people empathically um, when that part of our brain develops. This talk about relationships is a huge thing. I think it's something I've been thinking about recently and you know what this podcast is about. It's all the things I'm thinking about and lately I've been talking to my friends about it. We've talked about Who are we going to know later on in life? Who's going to be with us? Who's going to be in the background or, you know, on the sidelines? Because we're all living a life of a main character, I want to say. You know, if you're that person who thinks of it that way, because I like to think of it that way. And it kind of glamorizes your life, which, you know, it might not always be. But definitely, definitely look into your relationships and what kind of person you are. Maybe you won't have that awareness, and that's okay. You'll learn what kind of person you can be around these other personality types that maybe might not fit with you. I don't know people who, you know, you are hanging out with people who are the complete opposite of you. To those people, I say you're a little bit insane um, in a very, how would I say it, positive way because you're really around somebody who's the complete opposite and still managing to find something that keeps you having a strong, stable relationship. That's very impressive. And I really want to say shout out to you. That's the big, big thing that a lot of people look for most of their life. That's the Music Mood podcast. And thank you for listening to Juice the Egg. I'm Diego, your podcast host. And I hope you like and subscribe and come back to hear us for more.